Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hashtag no music, no intro. We are here. I have survived an earthquake today. There's downpouring rain, and for whatever reason, there were saints Preseason football in Los Angeles, Saints Block Party podcast coming at you, recapping the game. Oh, man. It's like, it's so funny because, like, football and preseason and, like, the Saints were, like, the last thing on my mind today. But right. in, a, in a weird way, as football and sports often does, kind of being able to not think about the terrible shit that's happening outside makes it a little, little easier to be palpable sometimes. But – we got a preseason game to talk about. The Saints get their second win of the preseason, um, two and on the preseason, and maybe it means nothing at the end of the day, but it is always just good for a team to just win. It may like sure. does it does it cover does it carry over to the regular season? I don't know, but yeah. it, it's 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 better than losing. Right. Uh, I know that you missed some of the early parts of the game, so yeah, the first quarter for sure. So Jameis started. The entire first half, then Jake Henry came in the second half. Um, very little starters played at all. Uh, there was Delonte, there was the Debo. Um, like in terms of like, and then Trevor Penning was at, at left left tackle. But like starters wise, that's pretty much it. Uh, Colin Saunders, I would probably consider a star at this point. He did get some get some playing time. Um, but, but let's start with the positives, right? Peyton Turner. Ooh, Peyton Turner. Peyton Turner, bro. Like I, I, I don't know if it's, you know, obviously a lot of it just goes in into him just coming in potentially with a different mentality, bro. But like these we, these past two preseason games against the Chiefs, against Chargers, I mean, he making plays out there, bro. He go to the sideline. That smile ain't there, bro. Like it's maybe it's just like. I know I jokingly say we jokingly say like bullying works, bruh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how much credit we could take from it, no. but he makes a he makes a a good, great play in the game. And if you watch those series those series of snaps, as it was pointed out in our in our live stream, he was going against offensive linemen, played with power. Power, power, power on three separate snaps consecutively. Boom. Fourth snap. Comes with speed, beats them inside, causes a sack, force fumble. Brian nice. Brisset recovers it. That's that's what we, we, we talked about, it, right? Show me something, right? We said this before the preseason game against the Chiefs, bro. We he has shown us something in each game, which at this point is a plus and is a positive trend in his career. Absolutely, absolutely, and we need it, bro. Like. We're counting on him, and he needs it. Like, as a professional player that, you know, has a chance to be around in this league if he shows something, like, this is your time, buddy. Like, they, they are giving you every opportunity to do it. You know, we got a lot of guys on the roster can't even get that opportunity. He has right. it right in front of him. 
all he has to do is show up, show out, do whatever you need to do uh, in the offseason to get yourself, I don't know whether that's physical, mental, whatever. Get right. yourself to the point. Um, one quick note, if you're watching this, click subscribe, like, thank you. Appreciate it. On right YouTube. Now. Do it right now. Um, if you're not, if you're, if you're listening, if you're watching one of our TikToks and then you go to our, our podcast on Apple podcast, Spotify, whatever it is, like it on there, become a, you know, follow our podcast so that each week you get the each or not each week, each time we put out an episode is downloaded straight, download it straight to your phone. Um, it helps us out a lot. A big takeaway I have from this game is there has been flashes shown from pretty much across the board in the Saints draft selection this season. Now we'll go into we'll get into Posky later. I will say that yeah. he did have like a better game. He had some better snaps um against the Chargers than he did against the Chiefs. Um the, we'll get into the concerns with him, but I'm I'm saying right now with the positives. Brian Breesy just every week you just see something you see those little flashes that you talked about before the preseason game against the chiefs each week you see it with him as a player some like shout out to hashtag white wealth for tweeting this and it's funny he tweeted it because it was the first thing i thought about too on that peyton turner strip sack Breesy didn't try to like we've as saints fans i feel like we've seen this a lot where like defensive lineman will try to fucking pick it up and just fumble right, with it yeah. and then he just fell in that bitch, bro. Just, just, right. just, that's all. just felt. That's it. That's it. Oh. Didn't try to, didn't try to scoop and score. Right. None of that. Like that's still thing. alive, coming around on a stunt. Just you know, I love it. I love it. And so, like, just, okay. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, just I love to see because you can tell he's like he's building like a puzzle. You know what I'm saying? Like he's mm-hmm. putting it all together, week by week, game by game, starting to figure it out more. You know what I'm saying? And. Uh, he's so active. Uh, plays yeah. with plays with a nice motor, bro. Like to me, just those things that you see from him tells me he's going to be a productive player. How good he could be, we'll see. But right. it just tells me he's going to be productive. Just the way he plays, you know. Yes, and and the interior needs it. I saw a lot, saw some good flashes from from Colin uh, Colin Sanders as well. Absolutely. Um, Kendra Miller. You know, we kind of been like really watching and eyeing yeah. him because he came in with this chip talking a lot of noise. Yeah. He had a great ran a great will route and Jameis hit him led him a little too far but he he put his body on the line and made an amazing catch. Next play he follows it up uh with a with a, a good ass touchdown just a hard yeah. run getting the end zone. Really good to see that from him after kind of like having some not the greatest snaps against the Chiefs. Then he gets injured yeah. against the Chiefs. For him to respond in this game and make those plays, I'm like, that I was good to see it because we're going to need it as a as fans of the Saints. It's going to be needed those first three weeks of the season when AK is not playing. Absolutely, man. It, just like you said, the response. It's like, yes. Okay. He had a, you know, I said disastrous game last week. Maybe it's a little hyperbole, but it, you know, it just went as bad, not as bad as you could possibly have it, but it was a bad game. It was. And for him to respond, you know, showing his uh, value in the past game, 
Which Versatility, is huge. man. Versatility. Yes. Huge for him. Huge. For him to show that debut. I saw the highlight. Beautiful, beautiful play. Um, and then right after that, the follow up with a hard nose red zone touchdown. Um, just perfect, man. Uh, I was looking at his stats. He only averaged like 2.8 yards per carry on 10 carries. I didn't see all his carries. You know, I mean, look, we'll see, you know, with these mishmash offensive lines and stuff like right. that. We'll see what he can do. But I've seen these little sparks here and there that tells me, like, okay, we we might have mm-hmm. some here. But it's going to yes. be – it's going to take growth. And I'm so happy it wasn't like a major injury because when – right. He went out last week. I'm like, man, we don't need to. He doesn't need to miss time this training camp, you know. Yeah, so um, that was good to see, man. That's definitely a positive. Um, A.T. Perry, he didn't catch a lot of balls, but I think that was more indicative of Jameis's Jameis's play. Almost, if you just go back and and I'm not, I'm, I'm this. This is not my game. This is not what I do. But if you go back and just closely study A.T. Perry snaps, the amount of times that he got open against the defense like he was he was open on routes I would say probably 80 85 percent of of his time playing against the game he had some awful balls thrown to him by Jameis like get, we'll get to Jameis like Jameis had an just atrocious fucking game um but he to me has shown enough I believe he's firmly wide receiver four like I, I think he's like cemented himself in that position of being wide receiver four. I believe that too, bro. Like, unless the coaches have some kind of metric or, you know, benchmark they want him to hit. Right. But, like, for me, I see pretty much everything I need to see. He's steadily built from this OTAs, many, many camps, constantly building and building. He looks so comfortable out there. He looks like a NFL wide receiver. I just love watching him run those. I mean, you just see it, bro. Big. And, oh man. And like this is like an underrated thing, right? But I don't I I don't want to like not mention it because it's very important. The Saints offense is hard, bruh. Like it is a hard offense. Thank you for to, pointing like, that out. Thank you for pointing that out. So like, to, to I, be I think, a rookie. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I I can't remember the player that was saying it. It was uh, well, if it if it was today, it was uh, Shaq Davis. The, the oh, other, no, no, it was some. It was a couple of couple of days ago, a week ago. Mm. But somebody was talking about like this offense is hard, man. Like it is a hard, very complex bro. offense. So for him to come in and you know pick it up the way he's picking it up, I think that just speaks a lot. You know, volumes, volumes. Um, like we have we have not seen or heard from Traquan. Since that injury, bro, like, I don't even have, has anyone seen him. Like, does he exist at this point, bro? I, I don't know. So, the if you go go about like talking about like depth wide receiver, you have Chris Olave, you have Michael Thomas, uh, Rashid Shahid, <clears throat> Rashid Shahid, still injured, At Perry, and then like that fifth wide receiver is is interesting you know Traquan's going Traquan so he's is he in the mix I, I don't know um I maybe has Bowden Jr. showed enough in the return game where maybe he'll just kind of be like that specialist the way I see it is if you're as an organization or serious about making Shahid a full-time 
go at wide receiver with the amount of injuries and how often he gets deemed up as it is like I'm not I know how explosive he is on kickoffs I know how explosive he is on on punt returns but if he's going to be that piece in the in the offense full full term he shouldn't be on returns like he just should um, that's what I 80, feel the same way 84 has shown like I'm not saying he's like the greatest returner but He's been a he's a young player. He's bounced around from a lot of teams. He was like a high second round pick for the Raiders. And I don't it's weird to say, but you know, sometimes it's just as as players in the league, especially young players, like it's hard to find your niche. Like the NFL is hard, right. man. The yeah, NFL man. is hard. So like maybe this, you know, Bowden's this is his opportunity to be like, yeah, like I know what I can do. I can, I can turn, you know, you can put them in the offense. You know, just sprinkle them in. Like I don't yeah. know like that. But I'm just saying that wide receiver five spot is very interesting of how it may play out. Absolutely, and uh, we're going to, have to do a 53 prediction at some point, oh, yeah. man. Because yeah, bro. I mean, we got to do that shit soon. Type, like, yeah, it's some numbers when you look at them. Like, how many safeties do they carry? You know, how many running backs do they carry? How many wide receivers do they carry? It's going to be interesting, bro. You know, some. I, they, I know AK doesn't count against the roster for the first three weeks, but right. I said this in the in the live stream. You cannot cut Mayweather. Can't do it, man. He, he's shown too much. He, he's shown too much. I'm, he reminds me, like, whatever Sean Payton wanted Travis Cadet to be, bruh. Exactly. Mayweather's that, Mary, Mary was like, that player. But he, he can actually run. Like, he can yes. actually run the ball. And he, um, and he like does a lot of good things like in the past game too. It's not like he's not a right. running routes, but no, he's check a, down, just just make like yeah. just be, being open on like short, like when the pocket's breaking. Like he's whatever Tony Jones Jr., Travis Cadet, like <laughs> Mary. Was. Thing, like he had, he has had a better preseason than Tony Jones Jr. Um, did what last two years ago or whatever. Yes. And yes. to me, I'm like, man, if Tony Jones Jr. can make the squad off the preseason he had, like Merriweather definitely should make it. Right? He has to be a shoe-in, especially with AK missing those first three games and he's not counting against the roster. He has to be a shoe-in to, to make the team. Has no, to be. Uh, no, no offense to, to you know, Darrell, Darrell Williams, but, like, he, he's, he looked not great at all. Wow. Um. But you you brought up that point against the 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 positions and where it's going to be difficult in terms of like cuts. Mm. The linebacker position is interesting, Ryan. I wouldn't have said that before this game. And I know you missed the, the first quarter, but if you were to go back and just watch, I know, I know where you're going. Snaps when Jalen Smith was on the field, I saw, bro. I saw a few clips, man. I was like, Ooh. that that's. Bro, that he moves diff like I know, like he was hurt and injured, and I and I get it, but how he looked in Green Bay and how he looked in the Giants, bro. Like I don't know if like just having some time away from the game and just letting his body heal, like may have invigorated him, but he was making some plays out there, like that play where he forced the fourth down when he was like in, in coverage on I don't know who it was, but he was playing coverage on somebody for the Chargers. Self kiss, bro. Self kiss, huh? Textbook. I saw, I saw that play. I was like, oh, okay. That's, and that's what two two weeks with the Saints? two weeks barely. So this, you know? I'm, 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 I'm going to list all the linebackers to you. Okay, 
Mario Davis, Pete Warner, Jalen Smith, uh, Nephi Sewell, DeMarco Jackson, Zach Bond. Six. Ryan Conley. Ryan Conley. Oh, I, I'm, I wasn't. I wasn't counting. I'm, I'm thinking like the the six that actually have a chance to make. The, no, yeah. no. Unless unless Conley's going to make the team as a special team. I'm sorry, but Tyson. that's six. So from the okay, so you know we know Demario and Pete Warner are locks. To me, and it sounds foolish, and I don't know if the team. I don't know if the team could actually do this just because you got to keep players at uh, other positions. I would cut Zach Bond, or maybe you see if you could trade him for whatever. I would carry five. I'd carry five. I would. I don't think they're going to carry five. I just don't see it. I wonder if J-Lon plays special teams. You know Zach Bond does. He, that's all he does, honestly. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. That, that's that's going to be... If if you just watch the snaps he played against the Chargers, and we'll see what happens against the Texans. But if he has similar flashes against the Texans to Jalen Smith, you know what his pedigree is. He, he's going to be a top five pick. Someone and, said in the someone said in the, in the go ahead. No, I was just saying he's a veteran player. Yeah, you know what I'm someone saying. Someone said in the live stream the Saints have had this affinity recently of like picking up like former athletic linebackers and like it working out for a little bit you had you know we had Manta Teo although Manta was pretty athletic back in the day you mm-hmm. had Quan Alexander Quan's always been a, a great athlete like the Jalen Smith thing was kind of just like uh whatever but mm-hmm. like them, them snaps Ryan I'm you know me like I, I I like watching linebackers something at least NFL linebackers college linebackers I've gotten that shit way too wrong so I don't don't hold me don't hold me accountable for that there's, there was some, there was something there, bro. Like I was like, oh shit! Like he was just moving at a different speed, like, a, a different speed. And to me, you're not asking him to come in to be a starter day no. one. But someone said, it, someone said be. he could, he could play the like if he could just come in and just be Quan Alexander, like be, be this year's version of Quan Alexander on the team. I don't think that's, that's too much to ask. I don't think that's too much to ask, man. You bring a smart veteran. Yes, his body has betrayed him over the years, but. You got to do it. Got to do it at the highest level, man. You got a huge contract a couple of years ago, um, athletic. Um, so let's just see what we got there. I, I don't see a problem with having that on that team. You know what I'm saying? You could do a lot worse as like Jalen Smith as like a backup. You know what I'm saying? Especially with this, how Pete Warner's been consistently injured. Like exactly. Like I don't. I don't know if it's fair, but I feel if this is the if some version of Jalen of this can fill in if Pete gets injured or DeMario gets injured. I feel like that's a little more comfortable than saying like a DeMarco Jackson, right? Like, cause he's, well, that's a second year player. And he, DeMarco has some snaps against the chargers. The practice I went to on Thursday where it's like, Oh, like you see if athleticism, yeah. but I'm just saying in terms of just veteran knowledge, things like that. Um, Trevor Penning, he was out there. He had a decent game overall, but the thing with him, I think it's going to be a learning thing. And that's why anytime there's an available game, he's going to, he's going to play because he needs the snaps, man. Someone said in our live stream, it was such a great, great, smart thing. It's like, this is basically his rookie season. Like he played very little 
um, last year, so he needs the snaps. Quickness gives him fits. Yes. We knew that was going to be an issue. Quickness gives him fits. So, play, you know, one play against the Chargers, uh, I think it was like their sec- second-round pick from USC. Yeah. Like, just to beat him with quickness. Something. Yeah. And just was, boom, talking for loss. Like, he right, didn't even get out of snaps, like, bro. Like, it was, was like, whoa, what, what just happened? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, part of me is a little, and I don't, I don't know what it was. The Texans are saying it was because of because of injuries, and they had a lot of banged up guys that they, you know, uh, D'Amico Ryan and and um, Da talked earlier. I think it was earlier today. Decided they were going to cancel the joint practices against the Texans. Um, but I kind of I'm annoyed that that happened, only from the standpoint of like Trevor Penning going against Will Anderson and joint practices is honestly one of the best things. That he could that could have happened to him this offseason. Yeah, yeah. Because no there is not anyone on the Saints, not really anyone on the Chargers. Like, cause the way that Joy Bosa and, and Khalil Mack win, yeah. like Will Anderson is just speed, bruh. Just speed. Yeah. And um on, um what but on the flip side, since they aren't practicing against the Texans this week, you might see the starters. Thank in you. the third preseason game. I think you will, man. I, so, this is based on nothing that I know, but I, I yeah. think you will. So that makes be sense. Yeah. Because you Derek Carr had a great drive, you know, with first team offense, but it wouldn't shock me that come, you know, next Sunday, shit. I, I don't know. Like maybe they'll go a quarter, you know, maybe a little more. Why not, bro? Football about to start. Like it's time to all this okay trying to okay, it's time to put the rubber to the road. And really go out there and show what you got, you know what I'm saying? And put that rehearsal out there to see, like, do we got this? Like, can we, like, is this right. real or isn't it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I would love for them to even scheme it up a little bit instead of just, just running like a base bit. Just throw some scheme in there, you know what I'm saying? And it did a little bit to end the Chiefs game. Um, I would like to see them go out there and really go out there like it's week one and the game is on the line. Right, and play for like a good quarter, you know, half a quarter, something like that. Um, but we'll see. But like you said, bro, like Penning, I saw that play and I was just like, this is what I was like. When we drafted him, I was like, that's what's yep. going to be his Achilles heel. Yep. With those quicker uh, athletic players like that that could just – and it's just going to take time to learn that it stuff. Is. Like, trust me, like big athletic – he's not the first big, huge athletic left tackle that got smoked. You know what I'm saying? He's not no. the first. No, it just, it won't be the yeah. last either. Won't be the last. He's just gonna be one of those things where you have to learn it through film study, prepare for your opponent, you know, knowing how your opponent wins and all those things. Those are the things that'll take time. I see, you know, I was checking Twitter. Uh I think one of the PFF guys tweeted that clip and you know the Penning was getting smoked about it. I looked at it, I'm just like, I mean, that's great learning. Like coach is. is gonna play that. They're going to play that snap, you know, in the meeting over tomorrow over. or whatever and say, hey, this is what you need to do. And he'll learn from that. From what I've seen for Penning, he learns from his mistakes. You yes, know what I'm saying? he does. So Absolutely. that to me tells me a ton. He's like, because I remember last year, I remember his first preseason game was rough. I was like, Whoo. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah, it man. was. Then he followed up week two or week three. And it was like, damn, is Penning ready to start? Like, that's right. how quickly he turned it around. So that just tells me everything that he had, he can at least learn from his mistakes and keep it progressing. How good he will be, we shall see. 
We but don't, yeah, who knows? He's he's healthy, not going well right now, and playing so it's all good. Uh, do, you still on positives? A little. Uh, yeah. I'm, let, me, let me try and think. Jay Kane. All right. Okay. Let me let me let me be careful what I'm about to say. He, he he is not part of any quarterback equation this season. Like he he's not he's not in in the equation whatsoever. That said, I don't know, and this is not saying that he should be quarterback two or anything like that. But I don't know how you look at the film and the cut-ups from this game against the Chargers. And I know he was like, Twitter was, you know, how Saints Twitter is at times, man. He was getting like crucified against how he played against the Chiefs. And, and if you just really watch well, that too game. Too much to me. Yeah, it, it was completely unjustified. I say if you go back and watch, like, I even said if you're criticizing Gate Cater against how he played against the Chiefs, you don't know football. For him to come in week two against the Chargers, and he was dealing, Ryan, dealing. He got I this like the level of how many opportunities he should have had to actually have touchdowns or big plays and you know tight end Lucas Crow dropping passes and just everything. It was just unreal, bro. Lucas Crow uh, obviously is not. Yeah, he might get cut tomorrow. He had an awful game, like Whew. terrible fucking game. Disappointing, very disappointing. Really, game. he did because I, I remember I was. You know, a little, you know, I watched a lot of Kenny Pickett last year when I was watching Pitt and Lucas Cole, you know, jumped out a lot and Saints yeah. signed him as an undrafted free agent. So he just has this, this moxie, the ball comes out quick. And the biggest thing about him is he is more often than not, he's very accurate. And not only is he very accurate, he puts it either on time or in a place where the, the offensive weapon can make moves and catch yards after catch very quickly. It's not like they're waiting for the ball and then they have to turn like, no, that ball is on them and they can run after they catch. It's, this is a fourth round pick, bro. Like it's fourth round pick. Like that is impressive as hell, man. It is. And the things you just described are like the keys to quarterbacking. You know what I'm saying? To be successful as a quarterback. It's not cannon arm or can you run real fast and stuff like that. It's put the ball where it's supposed to be, get the ball out, you know, have spatial awareness or whatever it is to right. put, the, put the ball, you know, understand where the receiver is going and put the ball where they are trying to head to. That's a hard thing to do, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Man. But they do it. Um, and he does that. He does that, man. And I'm not saying he's going to be this or that, but I'm just saying you see all the little signs of like, okay, this guy can be a productive quarterback. He's a, a he's at least a a good backup quarterback. Exactly. And as a fourth round pick, like that's huge. I, and I'm not even I'm not even talking beyond backup. Right. But if he had to like, I'm not maybe I'm not maybe not even this season because I well, it's not. There's no chance it happens this season. But if he had to start a game, let's say next year, if he, if he just continues on this progression, like something happens, you wouldn't feel like, oh shit, we have no, we have no shot. Like there's no chance, right? Um, and this, I'm gonna make the same 
point that I made about A.T. Perry, but even to a higher degree, Saints offense is hard, bro. Like, especially for quarterbacks. Like, I mean, you remember, like, Garrett Grayson and all? They were struggling. Struggling to learn this damn offense, bro. It's hard, man. It's hard. So for him, like, I'm not saying that he's come in and mastered or anything like that, but just for him to be able to look like he has in a game and a half or two two games in the preseason. And we impressive. And we've heard that since the beginning. He's come in, he has command. Uh, everything I've heard is he looks light years ahead of where Ian Book was, where Gary right. Grayson was, where Ryan Griffin was. All these guys they've tried to bring in and develop over the years. He's come in and looked far beyond what they were. You know, you can see it on the field. Like, he just looks like, okay, like I'm watching a guy who's been in the league like two, three years. Right, that knows what he's doing. You know what I'm saying, and that's really all you can ask for a backup. And you know, beyond that, who knows? You know, he could he could probably be more than that. Um, it's he, gonna be up um, to him. He took a nasty, nasty hit, nasty hit, and kind of to see like right like after the play, the next play, he's in the huddle, and like you could tell, like you know what it reminded me of. Yes. Not to, you know what it reminded me of a little bit. Obviously, this was completely different circumstance. Do you remember that Saints Texans game in Houston, oh, yeah. bro? Don't forget. And they they put a little something, a little too much heat on Drew Brees on a on a borderline like dirty hit, right? Oh yeah. And Drew Drew never like you know he got he got fired up a little bit or whatever, but like Drew didn't like you had like the Miami game, but there are very few games that Drew like got like you like fucked up with Drew. He got up, went to the fucking defenders. This was, it was a secondary play. I can't remember who yeah, the fuck. I can't was. remember what the play the Alabama. Was it, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Joseph. No, it wasn't Joseph. No, no, no. I, no, I can't Alabama. remember who it was. I can't remember. Kareem, no, but yes, I, I, someone's gonna fucking get in our our mentions and, and tell us who it was. But you, I, I know oh, we're thinking of the same player. But it's fucking me, though. I know. But he gets in his face, starts talking a little shit, and from that hit for Ryan, he lit that team up. Your ass, I'm gonna light your ass up, boy. Lit him up, bro. Him <laughs> and Jimmy just, bro. How we got in this podcast? I even talked about the Jimmy thing once. Jeff, oh shit! <laughs> fucking why this? It's been a long weekend. Um, report comes out. At, at this point, I think I had just landed in Salt Lake City. I did. I just landed in Salt Lake City. Boom. Twitter. TMZ. Jimmy Graham arrested, blah, blah. I read it. First thing I think is, and I quote tweeted, I'm just like, man, what? Like, I, you, know, you know, it's the Ryan tweet, bro. Like, there's still always some with the same. Always some shit, bro. Shit goes that's my team now. And, you know, I was trying to figure out if there was, like, legitimacy to it. You know, TMZ's in, in bed with, with law enforcement all the time. So it's like, are we just getting what law enforcement wants to be put out, which typically is what TMZ does. And, you know, there's speculation and Saints Twitter's going crazy and our Discord. Like, we're just like, man, like, like it's not impossible for this to happen. But, like, we – like, we – that's not Jimmy, bro. Like that's never no, been like partying. No, it didn't make sense. The first thing I thought about is, you know, they're in Cal- they're in California, right? The game was out here. They had the joint practices, and you know, I've lived out here almost fifteen plus years, and I'm like, man, did Jimmy like 
can smoke some weed, eat an edible, and something was in that shit. Because, bro, if you if you don't, and keep in mind, I've never touched a drug in my life. But if you, especially in California and Los Angeles, if you get some some weed or some drugs from someone that you don't know, that you don't trust, there's no telling what the fuck. It's everywhere out there, bro. Everywhere. Everywhere. So I was, that was my first, like, it, w- it would kind of make sense. And then, like, not long after it comes, the Saints puts out a, a, a press release statement that he had a seizure. A seizure. And it's, so one, it's like, first of all, they were in Orange County. And if you live, if you live in Southern California, Orange County is probably like the one of, well, you know, Antelope Valley is pretty bad too, but Orange County is oh, super fucking conservative. You want to talk about racism. It's a different type of like racism from the South though. It's like kind of like the get out racism, which is even worse and more egregious to me, but I, this, that's another conversation. It smile at you like this, huh? Mm-hmm. You already know, bro. <laughs> Our, my favorite used to be one of my favorite memes with the little with the little boy with the school photo boy. <laughs> oh, niggas! Move. <laughs> Bye, Darky. Excuse me. <laughs> Move, Darky. Right. So that, like, my I was like, this man is having a seizure, and I'm a social worker, right? There are certain things we get taught in academy. When we have to deal with shit with our clients, kids, whatever, we got to at least somewhat know, be able to like tell the differences, like when someone's under the influence compared to like when they're seizing, it's something that's talked about. So you tell me like law enforcement couldn't figure out this man was having a seizure and like they're, but again, he's a tall biracial dude who appeared like he was resisting. So it was like, oh, he absolutely has to be under the influence. I'm just, I guess. And DA put out said that he's you know he there's he, he should be fine. I'm just it's more of just like damn like we just had this great reunion right like this this coming full circle. Jimmy's back. He had been looking good in training camp, looking kind of be- like he's been kind of washed the last couple of years. Honestly, just kind of been like a journeyman and more of a name. Yeah. But he was probably having like a strong ass training camp, right. and so. I'm just, I'm hoping that he's okay. I'm hoping that whatever it is, it's something that isn't serious. And who knows, man, it's football. It it could be a plethora of things, but it was just such a, like, just out of the blue thing, but it also felt like the most Saints thing that could happen too. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I hope he gets a, you know, CT scan, MRI. All of of it. All of it, man. Uh, You know, it could be aneurysm. A mass or a tumor in the brain, all kind of stuff, man. That's scary. When he said that, I was like, man, that's scary. It's scary, scary because man. of what he's going through. Scary because he could have police could have shot him or something, man. Like if he's Jimmy's going through an episode, bro, he's a six seven, two hundred sixty five pound Hercules, and he's going through something. So who knows what he could have done to make the right. wrong move? And he could have got killed, bro. Yeah, so, you know, win, especially in Orange County. Like, I like yeah. I can't imp- – I know – like, you don't understand how bad Orange County is unless you – like, it is bad, Ryan. So, yeah, so, yeah, for me, it went from, like, a kind of a funny situation to right real serious. And uh, I just hope you're all right, man. I'm not worrying about the football portion of it. No, you know, at all. If he has to retire and go live his life, I hope, you know, it just is all good. You know what I'm saying? So, 
we'll see, bro. You know, if he can't, you know, if he does make the team, ooh, that's just scary to me, man. Like, I just hope, I hope they figure out whatever it is, and I hope it's nothing serious. It feels like this is a. It, it's I don't I don't know what it is about the tight end position, but it's like feels like it's a different version, but also like the kind the kind of the same version of like Foster Moreau. Right, where it's like, right. like it's like, like I want Jimmy to play, and that's just like my inner fandom coming to. But like, like as a person, I'm like I'm just just I don't know I don't know. May, again, if it's a life threatening thing, bro, the Saints doctors got you covered, bro. They like they'll find out what it is. They'll find out what it is. Don't let it be a, a, a strain, a bruise, something pulled. Uh, uh, line <laughs> you, on your you got a hairline fraction, boy. Good luck. <laughs> Get a second opinion. <laughs> but, um, trying to think uh, what, what else from this game. Oh, something I wanted to talk about. Two things. They, they both involve special teams. Ooh. Ooh. Blake Gilligan is not making this team right. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, he, he is not. He is not making this team. Every punt that was punted today was done by uh, it, uh, Hetley, the Australian punter. Wait, Gilligan did not have a good. Uh, at least, and I didn't. I didn't focus a lot on it, but he didn't look great on Thursday in the joint practices with some of his punts. Um, it was very telling to me that Blake didn't have Blake Gilligan didn't have any punts against the Chargers this game, like. That that's extremely telling. Wow. I, I don't I do not think he's gonna make he he is not making the team. Wow. He's not making the team. And it kind of it, it sucks, but it is kind of like the nature of the beast where he came in and he got that, you know, got that, oh, he's hurt, so he gets IR, Thomas Thomas Morstead. Um yeah. it's kind of crazy how Thomas Morstead's kind of reinvented himself and he's continuing oh, running and doing it at a high level. Like he had like a he had a bad season his last season with the Saints and the, the season before you, 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 you were calling it the season before you were calling it the season you before. Started you started seeing chinks it... in armor, you know? Well, can, can we say that? Oh, oh we're, we're good. No, just, <laughs> just kidding. Nah. I'm use um, my, south, my South excuse. I'm from the South, man. <laughs> slurs at lunch, you know what I'm saying? What, what, that's what old white people in the South <laughs> love, love saying that. <laughs> from the South, man. <laughs> Um, but you, you called it, he got cut. He, he's been with the jet. He, he's, he's reinvented himself. He, he is still punting at a very high level and, and what have you. And maybe the thing, same thing can happen to Blake Gilligan. But I think he's not going to make the team. I don't know how much we want to talk about that, but the bigger story I want to talk about is kicker battle. Mm-hmm. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I would, I would make Groupie the starter. Mm. I would do it, bro. I make group of the starter. I'm gonna tell you why. Why is Adebo likely to be the starter outside of Marshawn? Uh, does all the little things right? You know, dependable. Oh, consistent. Consistent. A lot. A lot. And Alante as tantalizing as he is and goddamn bro that man's a tantalizing player bro yeah. <laughs> I, like seeing it in person anyway that's a different different conversation but with Alante comes he's you know he's a second year player and as great as he'll do the the things that make you go like oh shit that was great he might he all, might also do some things where He's giving up a big play because he like loses focus or what have you, right? It just it, that's so that's what they want someone outside of Marshawn that they can depend on and that is consistent, right? That's ex- so with that same lens and same focus of how you're approaching a battle, why would you not approach the kicking battle the same way? Groupie has kind of shown. I can't speak for, for training. Well, training camp, you have the reports. They've been keeping logs of the kicks, whatever. But Groupie has shown in training camp and preseason, about like 42, 43, 45 and in. Ain't got to worry about it, bro. At least right now. We know how quickly kickers can go into funks oh. and lose confidence, what, what have you. It happens. That's the thing. Lutz has shown that his deep game and his leg he even had a, a 50 yarder he's good if you bring him in a little closer it's it a little dicey you, I, I don't i don't know i don't know to me give me the give me the guy who's been more consistent inwards even if he doesn't have the the deep the the strongest leg rather than the kicker that did not have a great season last season 
even that kick he kicked against the Chiefs last week, it was close, bro. Like, ooh. And that's the thing with Lutz. Let's let's go ahead. You like, ooh, I don't know, babe. <laughs> he had a rough season it's, last year. And the year before that, that's, he had it rough and got injured. So it's like, I don't. For whatever reason, I don't. I don't. I don't. But <sighs> I don't think they will cut Lutz. I don't think they'll go with Groupie. But it was very interesting to me that besides that fifty yarder, Groupie had kicked every kick. Yeah, against the Chargers, everyone and every one of them was made. What wasn't an issue? They bring in Lutz for the fifty yarder. I think it was like fifty one yards. He hits it. He makes it. Having a having like a weapon that kicker where you like maybe you have to kick a fifty five yard whatever, and kind of having that confidence that your kicker is going to make it is a huge thing to have, especially huge, for bro. a defensive defensive head coach. Exactly. But, when you go in and you and those percentages go down and it misses, bro, then you change, then you flip, you fucking up your position, bro. I don't, I don't know, Ryan. Give me. It's an interesting battle, and I think it's a lot. I can't, probably I can't a lot. Probably, it. You can, I can't, man. I think, I think they'll give it to Lutz in terms of like because he's the incumbent, because you know consistency. He. But I'm just saying, if you're just being true to, if you're giving a Debo that, if he's going to get the nod because of those reasons, you got to approach the kicker battle with the same lens. Like you can't be inconsistent with it. It's probably going to be less, bro, because it's like it's like you know the uh, the Democratic primary 2020. It's like you know Kamali Harris, and Joe Biden, and Elizabeth Warren, and. And all kinds of Joe Corey Booker. It was deep, bro. Right? About 13, 14 people. But it's like everybody's like, ah, Joe, you know, we know Joe. Joe, Joe's just Joe, bro. We know Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't all great on criminal, you know, criminal convictions and all that stuff. But it's Joe. We know Joe. So we just went with Joe. I think that's how they go look at Lutz. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Lutz, though. We Lutz. What? <laughs> Lutz. Big nuts, man. Come on, you know. So I think that's the way it goes. But I think it would be a bold move, bro. Like just to like rip the bandaid off and say, "Look, we got a young new, gonna try this young fresh leg kicker with you know confidence, ready to go. Let's do it." You know what I'm saying? I, I just I guarantee you, too, if Groupie goes wherever, Dallas, wherever, you, you already know. You, like you know, what's ten gonna years, happen, bro. a ten years starter having <laughs> like a great career, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa, if they like, let's go. He gonna do the same bro, shit. I, I, I said it during. The, I said it during the live stream, bro. I yeah. said it. Um, one thing I I, I do want to talk about. The Saints won the game. We saw some flashes. This to me is still a huge concern. They had fifteen penalties, right? Like almost one hundred and fifty yards worth of penalties. I get it playing with, you know, backup, second string, third string, fourth string. But to me, a good portion of that is still coaching. Because you, and someone kind of came in my mentions on Twitter and was just like, well, you know, have you like really stopped to consider like, like maybe this is like, maybe like the refs have something out. I, I, I am well aware of, the treatment or lack thereof that the refs give the Saints during football games. Refs trash, refs against the Saints. So many I excuses. Get it. 
I get it. But like, if you just watched the preseason game, the deep, like the Debo penalty was ticky tack, right? All the other ones, like, were pretty, were pretty fucking ballot penalties, bro. Like, they're pretty ballot, especially pre-snap. Yes, whole a lot of holes, false starts. Um, there were some defensive holdings, some pass interference. Um, the big ones for me, though, the big ones for me were I, there was there were two, maybe three. Offensive pass interference calls in this game. The reason why it stood out to me was two of them were because they were trying to do like a rub play, right? Where you receiver kind of goes like kind of like a pick play in basketball, makes sets the pick and sets the other wide receiver up. The the play that fucking killed the Saints against the Giants against Odell and fucking Delvin Bro that whole mm-hmm. fucking game, right? It stood out to me because the same player made the same mistake, which was Brian Edwards. Mm-hmm. What what that tells me, and this is not an indictment on Cody Burns or whatever, but that tells me that the wide receivers are not being coached properly of how to properly do a rub route in practice. Exactly. Sean Payton ran a shit ton of rub routes. Now it's part of it's part of. I mean, it's a man beater, right? If you're a man. Yeah. Pick the man off, blah, blah. Yep. You have to know how to do it where you're doing it, where you're running your route, and you're just kind of getting in the way of the defender so they can't get over you to get to the man that they're supposed to cover. There's a way to do that. You don't make it obvious. You got to – but that has to be coached. Like you have to be coached to know how to do that properly. You have to practice it a lot. You have to practice it. So – Again, this is not an indictment on Cody Burns or anything like that. The thing I, the thing that kind of keeps me at bay with this team, as talented as depth wise it is, aside from pass rush, because right now that's like like a glaring concern outside of Cam Jordan. Like I, I can already tell, and you and I can already tell, they're gonna have to manufacture some pass rush this season, bro. Because unless unless like Greasy just becomes prime fucking, I don't know, bro. Like. Chris Jones, where there's pressure coming from the interior. It's going to have to be manufacturers. It's going to have to be some blitzes. That's a com- different conversation. The, the thing that really just keeps me at bay is I'm just like, as good as this team is, the talent, can it overcome some, some coaching, some coaching deficiencies? This is not me saying DA can't coach this team to be in the playoffs or for them to make a run, but 15, 15 penalties for like 150 plus yards of the preseason game, bro. Like that is glaring. Like that's a red. Bro, you you losing the regular season. Easy. The only reason they won this game, and someone pointed out in, in the live stream, was that they had the the defense had three turnovers. Right. Which but, you yeah, know that's good, but that's the only way to flip that. That's right. But if it, you have I to mean, overcome that's, that. that's, that's a turnover is what you did with penalties. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a turnover and a half. Right. Um, so. Look, like you, people could say, well, you got to give D.A. the benefit of the doubt. This is a preseason, blah, blah, blah. Well, last year, Saints led the league in penalties the first couple of weeks of the season. I remember pulling up the stats and all that. It was a huge, it was it was a a huge thing early, bro. A lot of pre-snap penalties, too. Holding, uh, offsides, all that stuff. Not offsides. False starts. Though, you know, false starts, all that. So it was bad. So he doesn't get the benefit of a, you know, benefit of the doubt. He he knows that has to be right because it will cost them games. It yeah, will cost you games in the NFL if you don't get that right. I don't care 
how talented you are. You have to. You can't beat gotta, yourself. Gotta, you got to have the Sean Payton thing, bro. You details. can't beat yourself. Sean Payton thing was the details. Yeah. Got to be on the details. The rub routes, the this, the that, the way you line up, spacing, all those little minute things that you think just like, oh, yeah, I got it. No, we're going to run this again and again until it's like imprinted in your head and you only do it right from here on out. Um, so they just got to figure that out. And hopefully it was a wake up call for DA. He talked about it in the presser, how it pissed him off and this and that. All right, bro. I remember Don't earlier, early in the training camp, first two weeks, they didn't have any reps come like to the training camp. And that just kind of come up like, damn, they didn't bring any. Reps. I thought they first week. Okay. I thought second week, they'll bring the reps in. Right. To kind of do, but he didn't, they didn't start dealing with the reps till they did the joint practices. So to me, I was just like, mm. Knowing how they started off last year, why would have brought in the reps? Why would you not? Those are the things. Those are the little things, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, so, it, and, it's, and it's funny because, like, to like a casual fan, it's such a like a like you like that doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it does, bro. Like, it does it matter. matters. It does. Um. Th- last last thing we'll we'll hit on. I think it's the last thing. I'm, I'm, there was a lot that happened. There's a lot that's happened this this, this weekend, bro. It's yeah. hard for me to keep track of. Isaiah Foskey mentioned it earlier. He had. I'm trying, I'm trying to start with the positives first, right? Start, start with the positives. I thought there was no positives, bro. There are no positives. <laughs> Just saying, bro. He 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 had a couple of snaps where he flashed a bit more so than he did against the Chiefs. Yeah. Bruh. He he will not he will not see the field much this season. I, it, he won't. I just know he won't. He's not going to. You you can't put him out there. I don't see the path. What's the path forward? There is none. Like again, someone someone brought this up. I I, I someone in the live stream brought it up. But like my counterpoint was like he is going against like third stringers, and he is like you putting him against like starting left ta- or left tackles and right tackles like you think this is going to get better? Oh no. Oh no. 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 That's lunch, baby. That's that's lunch. <laughs> they look at right. that they look at that table like, okay. All day. Barbecue chicken. <laughs> what I said I said I said it on the Zoom. Him maybe taking longer to be become like a you know, a, a valuable pass rusher, at least a rotational pass rusher. It's not the end of the world, no. but I think the thing that makes it worse is because he was obviously drafted because it was a need, right? There was right. uncertainty with Peyton Turner. They had let to first go in free agency. And even though I think that was a blessing in disguise, they did want to bring him back on a contract if they could have worked that out. So, at that point, your your pass rushers were Peyton Turner, who was coming off, you know, a not great year. And, you know, he they did not talk about him glowingly in the offseason and kind of kind of put him on notice that he needed to get better. You had passing out, you have big creep. And that was really it, right? So the Fosky pick definitely was, and and if you I don't care who wants to say it's not the case. The reason why you draft Foskey over, say, Brian Branch, even though Brian Branch 
was probably higher on the draft board was because Foskey fit a need, right? That point blank period. It was a need. It was a need. So it's not even about them passing on Brian Branch. That's a different conversation. It's just because pass rush was such a, especially edge rush, right? We we had questions about the interior, but edge rush was like, man, besides Cam, like who going to get to the quarterback, right? You, you would think that being, I know in their mind, we're like, okay, he's a second round pick. We draft him, even though he's not, maybe not become a starter, but he could be like a rotational guy and get, yeah. you know, three, four sacks in, in his rookie season. Right. But for, for that to be like maybe where the bar is, what they had in mind when they drafted him, to probably he's not going to be active maybe any, maybe one or two games this season, that's where Ooh. it kind of double hurts. Really hurts, man. I think I think PA was talking about him in the post presser. I didn't catch who he was talking about, but he was it sounded like he was talking about um uh Foskey, where he basically was saying like he expected him to make that play. So I think they was talking oh, about he had, him. He had a lot of plays where he was he, he like someone said he was doing the Davenport, bro. Like we like just right. close to the sack and it just doesn't get it. Right. Like, those, three, like at yeah. least three, three and a half, maybe four times the game against the Chargers. And I don't know how to take those because you can look at those two ways. You look at those as he's almost. close, so yeah. almost there. Or you look at those like, man, you just don't have that dog in you. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Like the, the, the concerning play for me in this game was like he was doing this rush and like the left tackle just put his right, right oh. hand out. And you ever like you know you know when they do it like in a TV show like was an adult and the kid, Bart and the kids just like yeah just and running in place, bro. Like, <laughs> come on, man. I was. That's when I was like, oh shit, like this is not good. <laughs> it, like... it tells you everything that Da had him in that motherfucker all game, bro. All game, bro. Yeah, it was like he probably was trying to. Can I take a water break? No, nah, nigga. Oh, your black ass back out. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, he just was out there, bro. And nothing came of it. That's what was so disappointing. I was waiting right. for him. It's and there's not a. It's I don't know if it's an effort thing because he was effort. He was showing effort. Hustling. But it's like, oh man, yeah, you, got, you got Lalo's out there. Legolas trying to break the team, bro. Legolas. la la la. I'm not going to put some respect on that. Nico Lelos. Lelos. He was out there balling. Balling. Three play. Th- he basically sealed, like, sealed the victory for the for – because the, they was about to, to blow me, that shit. That shit was about to be blown, bro. Like, bro, to me, next week, I'm putting little Lelos out there, bro, early in the preseason yeah. game and say, let's see what you're going to do. Let's see what you're going to do, you know, next to Brian Breezy – and Cam Joy, well, now Cam Joy play. But I'm just going to put you out there with, right. you know, some good linebackers behind you, good secondary. Let's see what you could do, bro. You show, know? show me what you got, baby. Show me what you got. You know, I don't care where you come from. They always preach, we don't care how you got here. You know, it's what you could do. I would like to see what he could do. Um, because Foskey just haven't, you know, hasn't shown it yet. And that's not closing the book on him. Look, we just no. talked about Peyton Turner a few minutes ago. You have time to prove yourself. Every draft pick isn't going to show up early and often. Um, so he has time to prove himself. And luckily, he was drafted high where he's going to be given a chance 
to prove right. himself. So, because if he was like a six-round pick or undrafted, he wouldn't Ooh. be making a team. He would not be making a team. Yes, he that would is not be that. making a team. So, you know, we'll see, man. We'll see. I was going to go hard on him, but I said, you know what? I'm just going to – I ain't going to go no, hard on him. No, man, I'm not, I'm not going on. It's just what what seeing, seeing the Saints this preseason, preseason excuse me, has shown me is that I guarantee – when teams are cutting their their roster down to fifty three, they they are they are claiming or signing an an edge rusher. I'm not saying it's going to be a starter. I'm not saying it's going to be someone. But you can't go. You cannot go in the regular season with Peyton Turner, Big Creep, and and passing y'all. As kind of, like you got, like I even said during the live stream, but like where JPP at right now? Right Nobody, now we're looking for we're looking for bodies, bro. Bodies can come in there and give you something. 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 Um, so I, I I like I do believe that they will be trying to it, it happens, man. It happens often every season before the regular season starts. Like a team will cut uh a veteran unexpectedly or cut like yep. a high draft like a high draft pick, maybe this from this draft class or like last year's draft class or like mm-hmm. but it happens. So, whatever whatever happens, just I, I do have a confidence that they will try try to have someone come in because I, yeah. I think if we if we're talking about this defense and how good it potentially can be, you got to have someone else opposite of Cam or at least like a conveyor belt of guys where you just you're just throwing out there like rotating them in, if, if, even if you're doing it that way. I agree. Uh, last thing I wanted to talk about, I guess, a little bit was Jameis. Oh, man. Um, it was so – what I found fascinating um, was jumping on the Zoom and everybody just like, oh, Jameis. And you just it, – it's, it's, it's the Jameis experience, bro. It's the Jameis experience where he does some things where it's just like, what are you doing? Get the ball out. Get the ball out. Then – Jay Kahina comes in and it's like boom, boom, boom. Nine day difference. Nine day difference, bro. I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, Bruce Arians. Sorry, bro. You're right, bro. He's right. He's right, bro. But then he'll make a couple throws where you'd be like, okay. Oh shit. Yeah. I, I get it. I see it. I mean, I guess as as erratic as he as he played and whatever, like he. He will be quarterback too this season. There's oh, no, no there's no doubt about that. And I guess the only solace, you know, is like let's say Derek Carr gets dinged up for a game. He has to miss a game. At least the team, at least hashtag on paper, offensively seems to be built enough where he he could like man like kind of like how Sean Payton did him right, kind of manage a game to a win um, without it ha- like him having to be. Full fucking Jameis, right? Right. Like, so we'll we'll see, man. This is the cuts are gonna be interesting. I think we should probably do, man. We should probably do that that fifty man three roster prediction pretty soon because you got the yeah. Texas game on Sunday, and then I think cuts are what is it the next day or is it Tuesday? Yeah. Like it's it's coming quick, quick. Um, and then there's a week gap, and then the week after that, breast September tenth. Thursday night football and we got there, football this Sunday. 
who is, who's playing Thursday night football? It's Chiefs and who? I don't even know. What, I don't even know what the game is. I don't even know what the game. Um, but then you got Saints and the Lions. Saints. I think Chiefs Lions. How much? Are... Can we? Can we stop? Oh, it can't be the Lions. <laughs> no, bro. No, bro. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hold up. I'm gonna look it up. Um, yeah, bro. Fucking yeah. Lions. Dan Dan Campbell, the one that Dan got away. Campbell, anyway. baby. <laughs> Should have been a police coach. Sean couldn't. Sean couldn't retire. Retire a, a year earlier. Anyway, that that was it. We tried to recap as much as we could from from this game. Anyone who's listening to this uh, in so- Southern California, I, I am in Southern California. Just stay safe. It's it's not. It's finally like stopped raining. It's, it started raining at eight thirty a.m. and pretty much have been raining all day. Um, stopped raining. Just stay safe. <laughs> being for being on the couch, I was just chilling. You know, me and Jay just chilling and watching Special Ops Lioness. Great fucking show, by the way. Um, and I'm like, if you've never experienced a hurricane, and I know you know got John Hendricks and Catherine Terrell. There's people. Who are here? I don't know if they've experienced a hurricane before, bro. Being from Louisiana and what have you, like that's a hurricane. And it was like a tiny little, like the like the smallest one. Like first, I felt like the really tiny one. And I guess my body's just really in tune. I was like, nah, this the Earth is moving. And maybe the earthquake. That was an earthquake. Earthquake. I said hurricane. Sorry, told you where my mind is. It was it was an earthquake. I was like, that's that's an earthquake. And it, it moved just a little bit, right? Then it moved a little more. An earthquake is fucking terrifying, right? <laughs> it is it's crazy, dog. Absolutely fucking terrifying. Because I'll tell you, to... me and my coworkers was joking, like, man, what if a earthquake and a hurricane hit LA at the same time? <laughs> what the f- What is going on? Joke's on us, bitch. It did. <laughs> what is going on, bro? Earth is done to... with us, bro. Earth done. Done, bro. Just trying to. <laughs> They had the tomorrow shit, bro. I'm about to see Jake Gyllenhaal walk across the window, bro. 2012. I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know. John Cusack in this bitch. I, I don't know, Ryan. <laughs> I just take take every day as as it comes. You know, thankful for every fucking day I'm able to see. But it's 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 wild out here right now, man. But you know, my phone like it was like flood warning, fucking earlier, and then boom, earthquake has happened. <laughs> Get shelter. <laughs> Take me now, Lord. Just take me now, Jesus. <laughs> but here we are. We we keep doing our thing. Um, we'll be back this week. Talk about the Texans. I gotta gotta see the Texans game is on Sunday, I believe. Um, I'll be hopefully back from Vegas by then. Like we're supposed to go see Adele this upcoming weekend, bro. <laughs> so he was probably, yeah. So in Vegas. So we'll see. Um, shout out to whoever got my mentions earlier who doesn't follow me on Twitter. Um, was saying I have, I have big feet. I, I don't know what it is about us. Cause at the end of the day, bro, we're just, we're just saints fans who have a podcast and talk about the team, but like, we seem to just rub people for whatever reason, the wrong way, especially me. Cause I don't fucking care. Like I don't block neck. Yeah. Thank you. Next moving on to the next person. So I don't know what it is. I don't try to act like I'm holier than thou. I know I'm not. That I know that at the end of the day, these are just takes on the internet about a football team. That's it. That's it. 
<laughs> but we, I especially rub people the wrong way, and it's okay, bro. Like I love it. Like I'm the Draymond of our of our podcast, bro. Because <laughs> you got an opinion, bro. You got an opinion, man. I do, and I'm and I'm strong with it. And but that's a different conversation for another day. But thank y'all for the support. It was I was very shocked of how many people were in the live stream. Me um, too. Like in the Zoom, there was like at least tw- at one point twenty twenty one people in there seeing our our boy Bayou and and Dash like hanging out in Florida. Bro, it's just like to the mind, Just like because, and I don't want to take too much credit, but it's like, man, if we didn't if we didn't have this podcast, we haven't built this community. Like they probably would have never met each other, bro. Like, right, right. I don't know, man. It's just it's it's special, man. It's it's special. Um, so very thankful for all our listeners. Um, as the regular season is getting closer, our numbers and listens and things like that are going up. Um, so thank y'all. Uh, time to become Patreons now. We're raffling off the ticket to the Texans home game. We'll have instructions of what exactly needs to be done for you to be in the raffle. Um, but we're going to raffle those off before the game on Sunday. And it's just, just footballs around the corner, Saints. But more than anything, just be safe out there. It's a crazy fucking world. A lot shit happening. Um, just be safe, enjoy it, enjoy life, spend time with your loved ones and your friends, and just make memories. That's that's all it is about. But we'll be back this up. We'll be back what probably Wednesday, Thursday, going over the Texans game, um, and then we'll have the live stream and everything as always for the preseason game against the Texans. We're gonna raffle off that ticket for the preseason game against the Texans, and after that, it's the regular season, man. We're raffling off the 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 home opener against the Titans, ooh, and and the unfurling of the flag, bro. I'm, ooh. I'm ready to just ready to see Traylon Burks like push off of Marshawn and this obvious pass interference and it doesn't get called, bro. And it's like, you already know. Thanks, <laughs> football, bro. Like like nothing else. Um, but we here and we're fans. So thank y'all for the support. We love y'all. We'll be back this upcoming this week. With that, we're out. Peace. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.